In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. We've got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Cut Podcast, a place that brings you all the top news of the week on TV and film, as well as breakdowns, trailer reactions and reviews. Yeah. That's Connor T, my co-host. How are we? Good, yeah. Was you nervous then that the dog was going to bark as you she came <laughs> bolting down the stairs, <laughs> Big Mouth McGee? So, I, I probably saw your anxiety level <laughs> heightened, right? Uh, okay, if you're a fan of us, then I just would like to say, please leave a review on your podcast app. It really, really does help. We cannot express enough, and we will come and find you to say thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you do have Twitter, also chuck us a follow, at Weekly Cut. It keeps you up to date on all the latest and greatest with TV and film, and just a great little community of nerds being nerds, chatting about movies and TV. Safe place. And if that's, that's if you're listening to this, that's probably what you are. It's your remit. <laughs> you're one yeah. of us. You're yeah. one of us. Uh, right. Uh, on your Weekly Cut this week, Marvel dropped a pretty exciting casting announcement but also some quite damaging box office numbers for Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. Warner Brothers released some big news on their plans for the Lord of the Rings franchise. It's nearly March Madness, and we're previewing what's to come on the busiest month of 2023, I think. Mm. Uh, and also, plus our incredible, most famous segments of what's on our screens and box of scraps. And a little open, I call it an open chat forum of The Last of Us. You've watched The Last of Us Episode 7? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, today. okay. Yeah. We'll save what we thought about it. We're not going to break it down so much this week. We'll do it next week, but uh, let's just see. Yeah. Okay. Right, but first, I do have it's the return of our game. I used so, to use a button. It's a little game I like to call Friends Don't Lie. Friends don't lie. But I do. So, <laughs> I've got three, oh, what do we call it? It's three famous actors that have passed on famous roles. Okay. And three of them I have, one is a lie. It's really standard weekly cut stuff here to yeah. get us ticking and moving. So, First one is Brad Pitt, passed on the role of Neo. Okay. Josh Hartnett, passed on the role as Christopher Nolan's Batman. Ooh. And Bruce Willis in Face Off. Oh, that's tough. My gut is telling me Brad Pitt of Neo. I know Will Smith passed on that. He did pass on it. So would they have, would Will Smith be a second option? Does that mean Keanu Reeves is at least third option? Yeah, I don't think that, well, it could be the case. It could be. Bruce Willis and Face Off, that's a perfect film for him, so I think that would fit. Fair point. Um, and Josh Hartnett, I feel like he'd make that stupid, silly mistake <laughs> and and turn that down. I like Josh Hartnett, but I do think he's a bit of a silly boy. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah. I think I'm going to go Brad Pitt and Neil. Yeah? Yeah. Wrong. <sighs> you lie! Damn. I do, I do. Uh, it was actually Bruce Willis was oh. never... Offered the role for any of Face Off, whether it was John Travolta or Cage. That is a perfect film it for It is, that's why I've done it, and it was yeah. a lie. Uh, but anyway, now time for news, news, news. News, 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 Okay, we're ticking and rolling now. Big news of the week. Stephen Yun has joined the cast of the Thunderbolts. Uh, you know him from Walking Dead as Glenn, uh, even the voice of Invincible. What a what a series what that a is. That's oh, back. God. Uh, and is uh, the role's been kept secret for now, but I, I can't remember the exact wording, but basically I think Deadline was saying it's going to be a huge role for the future of the MCU, not just the Thunderbolts movie. Ooh, okay. That's so what, what was your... Oh, so first of all, do you like Stephen? I do like him, yeah. <laughs> We're going to call you Stephen here. Good guy. Uh, 
So what do you think of his casting, his mysterious role? What's, what's going on here? I, don't, I have no idea. I think he'll be a hero. Of some, I don't think he'll be a villain. Um, but I, I, was, I can't see him as a villain, no. Nah, I was looking through the like the roster. There's about thousands of them. <laughs> I, I couldn't pick who it'd be. And obviously we've got the MC, MCU ones. We've got uh, Thaddeus Ross, obviously. Yep. Uh, Valentina, uh, Allegra de Fontaine. Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Ghost, Red Guardian, Taskmaster, US Agent. They're already filled, them roles. Yeah. There's got to be someone else. So... My, I mean, we've we've put down here the obvious one is Sentry. He's already confirmed to be in Thunderbolts. Yeah, Sentry can be is like a bit of an anti-hero hero, so that makes sense because as yeah. you say, we don't really see him. He's a bit like you know Adam Warlock, Will Poulter. He's going to fight the Guardians. Yeah, and then he's going to befriend them and fight you know the the high evolutionary in that film. Yeah, so I do think Sentry makes a lot of sense. Where would he turn up later? In um, is he like a robot? No, it's just it's like a Superman, basically. Oh, yeah, centuries oh, like oh. Superman. Yeah, God, come uh, on. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I can just see that happening. He also like he, he embodies like the power of suns and very much like Superman. Yeah, and um, so like he can glow yellow, but when he's not, he's just like in human form. So yeah, I just I think Steve that make, that makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, uh, one of our f- uh, friends thought that was on last week on our episode. Uh, Craig said Amadeus Cho, a Hulk. I've not seen. He said he'd seen it a little bit. I couldn't see anyone else saying it. So I, I did have a little yeah. research, but I don't think that is what they're going to go. Also, if they're going to do a Hulk, it'd probably be Scar, your favourite introduction. Oh, yeah, look, look fantastic. <laughs> really scary. Connor always goes on about how good Scar is uh, <laughs> from the She-Hulk series. No, seriously, that was fucking dog Was shit. he in board shorts or something? Is that just yeah, like- uh, and he was in like a blue ink yeah. T-shirt. It was oh, awful. Uh, but anyway... So I don't think they're going to go that way. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be Sentry. I don't know why. It just yeah. makes perfect sense to me. I think we need that type of character in the MCU. Yeah. And Stephen Young. I think we need someone like Stephen Young in it as well. Because I think we're struggling at the moment. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Marvel struggling <laughs> in just a second. But we are struggling. Um, bit of a fan favourite. Maybe that, that movie might be slept on a little bit. As we've said, yeah. you know, Harrison Ford is legit the president of the USA in the MCU now. Yeah. That might be the spice we need for the Marvel. Uh, so let's see. Uh, right. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Now, a little bit of good stuff first Ooh. in regards to that movie and the writer, Jeff Loveness. He come out and confirmed that Namor will return in Avengers Kang Dynasty. Now, if anyone listened to the podcast, Connor, mm. you were a fan. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, Namor or Namor. Namor. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I thought he was fantastic. He's different. Possibly one of the only maybe two or three great things from MCU Phase 4. He's probably one of the best things for me. Yeah, I'd probably agree. Take away Toby and, and Andrew, which yeah. is the obvious amazing thing that happened in MCU Phase 4. Shang-Chi was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But Namor was phenomenal. A cool, suave villain who just didn't care. So happy he's coming back. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this is where I'm just a little bit iffy. Uh, he, he came out, Jeff Loveness, the writer for Quantumania, to confirm this, that he's looking forward to writing Namor and he's confirmed in Kang Dynasty. And then he went, you know, he's starting to write the script and he's, he, he had a chat with Jonathan Majors about where he wants to go. And mm. I understand yeah. that you want to maybe speak to the actor, you know, portraying the, the title of character, but how about you have a plan, Jeff? Yeah, 
Go with him with the plan. Yeah. I think Jonathan Major's got other projects going on. I don't think you with. should be leaving it anyway. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but after the, the movie, I know, Connor, you was not a big fan of Quantumania. Yeah, it's getting worse. I think I said to you the other day, my rating's just going yeah. down and down. And the script was just shit. Trash. It yeah. was lazy. Um, the dialogue that was chosen, etc. The script just was not good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, we, we're worried, I think, here oh. about that movie, Kang yeah. Dynasty. If it's based on what we've just seen, yeah, massively worried. But let's just hope that Jeff Loveness can turn it around and he, you know, whether he's whether he gets a bit more creative freedom or he gets oversight from Kevin Feige, I don't know what what went wrong with Quantumania. Maybe he got yeah. to, maybe he got you know had a leash too wide and and ran with it and done quite a shit story. Yeah, or he was over being oversorted by people in it, and that was the problem. I don't know, mate. I do think Feige has to sort of get the reins again, get hands on again. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree. Uh, so. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania took a sizable hit in its second weekend at the box office. Ticket sales were down 69% from its 105 million debut, resulting in the biggest second weekend drop in the MCU history. Jesus. Now at 360 million worldwide and heading into an absolutely packed March, which we're talking yeah. about in just a second. Um, what's going on, Com? What was it up against? Puss in Boots? Cocaine Bear, it done better than expected, Bear. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. People are raving about it and it, it pulled in quite a lot. Not an excuse though, because it, no way. it's a blockbuster or should have been a blockbuster. So it didn't have competition like yeah. you would expect in the summer of movies. What, what's going on here? Is it just a case of word of mouth? Just fucked yeah, it? Yeah, I think the power of Rotten Tomatoes is stronger than people think. I think people do see that and think going wary... And going with the mindset, because we do this, I go in with a blank canvas anyway, because we have to. Yeah. But I think audience will go and go, well, Rotten Tomatoes said this was shit. And you look and go, actually, yeah, it is shit. Yeah. And the, the man's already clouded. And they tell their yeah. friends and say, don't, don't bother. I've actually told a few people, if you want to see it, then fair enough, but I won't rush to it. That's a really good, no, that's a fair point, because I told my brother today, who, who, who's not a massive MCU fan, yeah. just not, Um, I said, you don't. Don't worry. You don't want to go and see this movie if you don't really care about all the in- interconnected plots of the MCU. Yeah. If you don't care about that, then don't go and see this movie because it's one of the worst the MCU produces. Absolutely. Um, so, and back to your Rotten Tomatoes uh, sort of point, I agree with you because I, th- I think Rotten Tomatoes is not always accurate. Hundred percent, not always accurate. Yeah. But you have to use all the information you have at your disposal to work out whether that's a good score or not. I.e. Yeah. The MCU has been notorious for high Rotten Tomato scores. Miss Marvel's on 97%, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Um, so, look, that, that's, that's just the MCU. People, my, my, I think it's because a lot of people' careers were made over Marvel. Yeah. YouTubers and people like that. So, I genuinely think that's why there's a lot of love for Marvel. Yeah. Obviously, that's now starting to wear thin. And if you look at it, For Love and Thunder, Eternals, and now Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania... They all to me are quite low on my rankings of thirty-one movies in the MCU. Yeah, same. And they're they're the three of the worst. No, they are the three worst rated on Rotten Tomatoes out of the whole MCU. So it is quite accurate. Is what I'm yeah, trying to true, say. Yeah. yeah, when you think about everything, yeah, that it is accurate once you take that into account. But yeah, yeah, it's a tricky one. So I think you're right. I think it's just been ridiculed it's, by yeah. audiences as well. I was about to say it's a shame, but Joe, it's not a shame because they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good film. No one's seen it. That's it. You, they made several. I mean, we're big MCU fans here, so but yes, yeah, they made several mistakes in Phase Four and, and haven't really 
learnt from them yet, but we'll yeah. see. There's still time. Um, but I do think Marvel should be concerned because this is their big phase four kickoff with the new big bad. And will it even crack 500 million? That's a, Who knows? Yeah, that's a shambles. And I'm now worried about Guardians, and I shouldn't be. No, yeah. I am worried. I, I, I think that one might be okay, just because it's a send-off, so people will go. And, and James people are, Gunn. Yeah, it's James Gunn. Yeah, You're yeah. invested in the Guardian story, and I still think that's going to be a great movie, because yeah. he wrote it, etc. Um, but yeah, Marvel, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on the Quantumania uh, box office, but it's not looking good. 69% drop. Oh. My God. Um, moving over to the DC Pond really quickly. Uh, Shazam's out, mate. He's gone. Yeah, he's, he's the new DCU is not having Zach Levy. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a shame. There's a little bit here. We won't stay on it too long. But Shazam: Fury of the Gods hits theaters on March 17. It's tracking 35 million to 40 million domestic haul in its opening weekend, Jesus. which is worse than Shazam One and even Black Adam. That's that's abysmal. Sure. Yeah, and you got uh, Zachary Levy, obviously. Um, Helen Mirren. Yes. And uh, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Jesus. Even Rachel Zegler, who's yeah. quite hot at the minute, the new Snow White, and etc. It's not a bad cast. It's not a bad cast. That's a shame. But like- Megan Good. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Connor, Connor's <laughs> wife's in the next room, I'm going to be quiet. Uh, yeah. But the, the market hasn't really been there, has no, it? No. This is the thing, as, as Connor just said, I think they've sacrificed their four DC movies of 2023, bar The Flash, yeah. which we're going to talk about in a second, because that is apparently a very good movie. And the trailers are one of the best trailers yep. you could probably get. So I think they're putting all their eggs in that basket and they just, look, if we make 300 million from Shazam, that's probably paid for the for the production because we've put no money in the market. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. maybe they're looking to just make money, make uh, even on it. I don't know. Um, but also, do you care about, other than Flash? Because that does interconnect with the new DCU because it's that's the reset button. Yeah. Do you, you wouldn't care, would do you, about these... DC movies in 2023 because they're no. not the DCU now. Yeah, there's no no stakes. I think the difference with Shazam is for some reason, I don't know why, for some reason I always count that as separate to the DCU. Which is what, in fairness to you, that's what James Gunn said in his big DCU announcement that he felt like that. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm still, I still want to see that. I'm still quite sorry for that. But yeah. like Ackman, I couldn't care less because there's no stakes no. whatsoever. Whatever happens, there's no bearings on the future. And I know with films, like, well, you should just watch film for what it is. That's fine, but we were sold this film as going forward, Completely and now you've said, no way. Completely agree. Yeah, there's, there's zero stakes, and it's fine having original movies with no interconnected story, but we're watching the DCU and the MCU, so we're expecting an interconnected yeah, story. exactly. I completely agree. Um, and also, why did they just do... The Rock should have made a deal earlier. I should have done Black Adam in that, and maybe yeah. it would have been something. I don't know, Shazam versus Black Adam, but they've not, and uh, Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren are the villains. Um, so, <laughs> some good news for The Flash is it will screen the movie in April at CinemaCon. Uh, we'll be covering all the news when it comes out from April at CinemaCon. It's always a good sort of not as big as comic-con but it's always you get a lot of good news and yeah. new first clips and trailers and stuff like that um but the big news is as i said the flash is screening there two months before the original release and the reason that is top gun maverick done it last year at CinemaCon. yeah they know it's a brilliant well as they did with top gun they they know it's a good movie yeah. and there's a chance it will steamroll over that two months of people going Oh my god! I watched Thingy at CinemaCon. It was amazing, like Top Gun did. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "Right, I got to go and see Top Gun Maverick," and everyone did, and it made like one point five billion. Yeah, um, and so you don't usually do that unless you're almost guaranteed as a studio that your film is good. Yeah, 
So it's an we've had so many sort of scenarios now with test screenings and Hollywood Report are doing their um, report and James Gunn all praising this movie. Mm. It's got to be good. Has to be good. I don't think this will fail. I don't think it can. I don't. But I want no spoilers from this. No, no. To be fair, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine any spoilers coming. But oh, then again, this is DC, and I think yeah. you probably you're probably going to get some spoilers. But if you can try and dodge them, great. But I don't. I don't think anyone was rushing to get spoilers out from Top Gun. That's where yeah. they was quite lucky. I suppose DC haven't got the Marvel Brazilian issue. Like <laughs> leak the South Americans leak oh, everything. Mark. Trouble. Uh, just Connor mentions them about four times a month, and he's out <laughs> every right to. Uh, right now, let's end the news segment uh, with a bit of, I would say, update on the Middle Earth. But let me just go into it. So, mm. New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers uh, Pictures have hammered out a new massive multi-year agreement with Embracer Group's Middle Earth Enterprises. What a name! Good name. Strong <laughs> what name. A name. Uh, to team on new Lord of the Rings movies. Um, now, Connor, mm. you're not really a fan, though. No, I'm not. We're very split in this room. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. And Connor has not even watched the trilogy, the original I've trilogy? watched one of them, but I haven't watched the trilogy. Do you yet. know what one you watched? Um, I fell asleep. <laughs> it might have been the Two Towers. That's the worst one, isn't it? No, that's the best one. Oh. Fellowship of the Rings, the first. Probably, was it that one? Probably that one. Yeah. Yeah, that is long. Uh, but yeah, no, fair enough. Um, this sort of... My question, which is relevant to you, because you're a movie fan. Mm. So from uh, a sort of a fan standpoint, there is ways they could go in terms of Origins, Gandalf, Aragon, etc. But Lord of the Rings on Prime Video at the minute is doing a bit of Gandalf and Sauron Origins sort of thing. So... I don't know if you could do a movie on that. Yeah. Um, Aragon would be quite cool because when you see him in, in the first Lord of the Rings movie, he's just, he's already this weird, mysterious ranger from the North. Yeah. And then becomes Aragon later. So you could do that. But my, my question to you is, this is where it's, da- now I've put danger in capitals here. Game of Thrones, what went wrong with Game of Thrones? So we know in yeah. the last season, what's going on with George R. R. Martin at the minute? He's still writing a book. Don't know which the one. Winds of Winter, I think it's called, yeah, isn't it? He just won't finish it. And uh, that's I, where it went wrong. Yeah, exactly that, as Connor just said. In season eight, uh, I think even maybe a bit of season seven, but anyway, towards the latter part of Game of Thrones, they ran out of book. Yeah, I think they said, hurry up. Yeah. And he said, nah. Basically, nah. <laughs> yeah. Legit, that's exactly what he said. We've got the, the transcript. So he said, nah, and they went, well, we've got to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um, we won't get into it, but at the time, the, the two guys... Wanted to go and do Star Wars, which they never actually done. But anyway, so they went f- sort of blind mm. down the tunnel and, and made the end in themselves, and it was shit. Well, mm. it, well, they fumbled the bag. they fumbled the ending. They yeah. fumbled the bag. Yeah. Um, so this is where it's dangerous because all of Tolkien's books and stuff like that have been mined already. They've been I'm trying to think of the phrase. I've, they've been picked apart with yeah. all the best stories. Yeah. So they will be doing what Game of Thrones attempted. So that's a risk. It is a big risk, yeah. And you can't... Yeah. You can't recreate someone amazing like that. So Tolkien was just an amazing storyteller that writ this world. Yeah. It's his. I mean, how do you... I don't know. It's hard, yeah. I don't think you can rehash the story because people are like, well, we've seen this. Yeah, you can't do that. But I think you're right. I think hardcore Lord of the Rings fans... Like me, I wouldn't care. If they gave me something new, I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. Because there's no... It's thing. modern now. Yeah, I'll watch it. But for Lord of the Rings fans, I think they'll be thinking, what the fuck is this? 
You got Tolkien, who's a fucking amazing story yeah. writer, and you're giving me this. Yeah. No thanks. And just you just that all you have to do to back up Connor's point there, all you have to do is go and look at the reviews on Prime uh, Rings of Power from the Prime Video series. It's yeah. all people are just picking apart the law that love Lord of the Rings. So tricky one, um, but they're doing it. It's an IP David Zaslav can't afford to let sleep yeah. because it is so big. We shall see what they come up with. Right now. Just before our chat on The Last of Us, Episode 7, we just want to make everyone aware of the madness that is March. And we're going yeah. to go through all the projects, TV and film now, have a little chat about them and the ones we're most excited for. And Connor, I want to, out of, I think there's about 11 or 12 here, give me mm. your most anticipated. It's between two, I think, and I'm interested to see what you're going to say. So, it kicks off straight away on March 1st. There's no rest. It's The Mandalorian Season 3 premiere. <laughs> We've been waiting yeah. for that for so long. Daddy Pascal is back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we're buzzing for this one. I'm hyped for this, Cannot especially wait. with Last of Us going as well. Yeah. Double Pascal. <laughs> Double Pascal. I'll take it. Jan to April. Uh, we, we don't sort of do breakdowns on all TV shows uh, here, but that's one we probably will be doing a few on. I reckon so. Because it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's on March 1st. Then. March 3rd is the release officially of Creed 3. Yep. So excited for this. I am. And if you watched the boxing last night, which will be on my screens, it, I think there's a trailer every... I think it was the same trailer. Yeah, it was. I, mean, I think we saw it about 60 times. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I still wasn't sick of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, it's Jonathan Majors. He's he's pretty hot at the minute. I think he's got four films at the, um, out at the minute. Or, or with another two coming, so he's hot property. Michael B. Jordan, uh, as Connor said multiple times, is directing. Yeah, um, it just looks fantastic. I think really good. The music by Meg Mill. Mill, brilliant. Uh, cannot wait for that. Just rewatched Creed two. I'll speak about it a bit more in screens uh, a little later. But yeah, really, really can't wait for this trilogy. Mm. Right, March ten. Couple of movies for you. Ooh, Scream six. Yeah. Which has been a surprise, surprise for me and yeah. Connor. I, I wouldn't see this. Because you're not, you're not a Scream fan. I couldn't care less about it. I couldn't care less about Scream. Yeah. I'd rather watch a scary movie. How, exactly, yeah. which is somewhat so big of... No, it's not big of... <laughs> but me and Connor, are, the, the trailer and the marketing has worked. Yeah. Would you fair say? Yeah. yeah I'd like, say that. I think like we said before, big city now. We're not in a little house. So it's not <laughs> close. It's big. Big game. Big city, uh, yet yeah, Scream Six. Really, actually excited for it. Like Connor said, it's not a suburb; it's the new, it's New York City. Can't wait. Um, and Adam Driver's sixty five movie. Yeah, now, this one I'm. I do want to see it, and I want to see it on the big screen because I think it'll be a big screen experience, as um, John Bogus is in view. <laughs> but I don't care too much about it. I'll get round to seeing it. It's a shame it's in a busy month. Yeah, if it wasn't in a busy month maybe people would be more inclined to go, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's one of those ones. Yeah. I think it'd be good fun. I do as well. Uh, so then, two days later, it's on that weekend, March 12th, is the Oscars. Oh, yeah. I love watching the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, big one this this year, obviously. There's a few people, Brendan Fraser knocking about. Hopefully he gets his stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, just uh, there's, a, there's a few sort of nomination and categories here that are really interesting to see how it plays out. Hopefully no one gets slapped. Actually, no. I want that. <laughs> yeah, I want that as well. It's good telly. We talked yeah, it for a couple of months. Good silly. Uh, so the Oscars will be doing an episode. Connor does his breakdown of awards as always. Uh, and then March 15th, I've put it in here. Mm. Ted Lasso. That's a good birthday present for me. That's my birthday. Is it? Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Oh, no, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah big 30. I'm watching Ted Lasso. Uh, you're gonna have to, we're going to have to do a, a 30 post for that. Sorry, mate. Yeah. We'll yeah, do, yeah. Watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you, do you like Ted Lasso? 
I watched season one. Yeah. And I enjoyed it and I fell off quick. Yeah, I did. I fell off in season two. Yeah. But I think I watched oh, two episodes of season two. Sean, uh, a, fr- a friend of ours, Sean said it, it does, it goes for a little blip and it was a bit cringy and then gets better mm. and back to what it was when it was sort of good in the early season. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. I know you're not watching it at the minute. I probably won't pick, pick it back up. Yeah, I won't. I've Isn't that the, the ball boy or the water boy who was? Are you coaching West Ham Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick Mohammed, the actual actor, yeah. is now coach, uh, coaching West Ham. Yeah. That's my team as well. God's sake. <laughs> God's sake. Right, then, March 17 is Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah. Are we, are, we're still excited for this. Yeah, I am excited for this. Con- I think we are. Me and Connor enjoyed that first movie. It's good fun. So I'm trying to separate our sort of podcast and what we would slate and what we do slate things just we enjoyed number one yeah so i'm gonna go and try and enjoy number two and yeah. just sit that world like connor said it's separate from the dc i'm just gonna try and enjoy it if it's shit it's shit yeah i think i've said this before like oh, i shouldn't take films for what they are say for ant-man yeah we shouldn't be able to take it for what it is i think this film you should because it doesn't take itself seriously no you know what shazam is yeah and if maybe if ant-man had not gone right this is now we're up in the budget, another hundred million, bringing in Kang the Conqueror, yeah. and maybe that would have been the same for you with Ant Man three, yeah. but they didn't. They went a- anyway. So I'm still excited, and yeah. we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast whether we was right to be excited. Uh, then, oh, John Wick four. <laughs> this this I know I love Mandalorian. This is my most anticipated. Is part, it? Yeah. Cool. That's, that's I, surprising. I adore John Wick, uh, the whole franchise. But uh, yeah, come John Wick four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not as hyped for John Wick. 4. No, I know you're not. You haven't yeah. seen. You've, you, you're gonna. You're gonna try and get round to three. I think you yeah, said. I think I've seen it. Oh no, sorry, no. I keep saying you I, have seen it. I think I've got to watch it again yeah. just in case. No, Connor's right. He mentioned to me. What's the one with the mirrors? Yeah. at the end, and that is John Wick three. You have seen it. Uh, yeah, can't wait. Just it's a long run time that scares me. Yeah, two it? hours forty nine. That is long. That is long. Uh, just a sh- run and gun. Yeah. Yeah. And even in the trailer, I didn't see much dialogue. So yeah. I could, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but then we've got, uh, just, I thought I'd mention here because it's such a big show. I wasn't a fan. Um, but Succession season four. Yeah. Final season. Okay. Mm. I haven't even touched that. It it's wins all like awards and just raved about, but I watched two episodes. Uh, just being my honest, and I'm not saying the show's bad. It's just so boring. Yeah, it's got to grab you. Then yeah, too. yeah. Two episodes you've got, you got to get me there. Just yeah, just not. That's just it. Just not for me. Um, and then lastly, which I am now excited about, mm. Dungeons and Dragons. Do you know what? I want to see Chris Pine again <laughs> on my screens. I am quite excited for this. To be fair, um, the clips I'm seeing and some YouTubers that I highly respect their opinion are have all seen it Ooh, okay. and saying. That's probably one of the biggest shocks they've had because it is actually fun. Like when it come out, they're doing a Dungeons Dragons movie. You're just instantly thinking, how the would that work? Yeah. But apparently the the comedy's great aspect. Hugh Grant apparently is a really funny character. Yeah. Um, And the dynamic between Chris Pine and this band of thieves just seemed to work. I don't know. If you told me I'd get a film with Hugh Grant, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez (laughs) and Reggie Jean Paul in a Dungeons and Dragons movie, I'd say you're on Cuckoo Land. (laughs) You're like Cuckoo Cuckoo Land. (laughs) But fair play. We should put that Cuckoo Land on (laughs) uh, the soundboard. But yeah, anyway, that is March. That is a lot for March. June does rival it in terms of big aspects. It's a big summer coming, but that is a busy March. Yeah, that is is big. Some big hitting TV shows, streaming shows, HBO there with Succession. 
some big box office hits, you would hope, in terms of sort of John Wick. Um, Scream 6 always does uh, pretty well. Creed 3, I think that's going to do quite well as well. So, yeah, that's big. Yeah, I I think my most anticipated is the Oscars. (laughs) I was going to say, no way. You'd have been the most boring person, (laughs) though, to man. I think it is. I think it's got to be man, though. Oh, yeah. Was I too hasty with John Wick 4? No, you love this. You, you know, know I love John Wick. No, fair enough. Right, Connor's going Mando. I'm going John Wick 4. Right, now, we've not got a soundbite for this, but just to close the show uh, coming in, The Last of Us Episode 7 mm. come out. Connor, straight over to you. Uh, we said that on text, can't be all, all be winners. Can't all be winners. They can't all be hits. Should we just say a little spoiler warning here? Yeah. Um, go and watch it. We're not going to... Let me do a quick soundbite. Do it, do it. It's why not? Got the sound That's bite. what you get. Because <laughs> it's not, yeah, not a massive spoiler. It's, it's a little taste, yeah. So um, we're not going to be deep diving into it like we've done uh, multiple times on this season, um, but we just want to have a little open chat about it. So, yeah, they can't all be bangers, Con. No, it was a very slow episode, very much a relationship episode. But, I mean, before this episode, I knew what this episode would be. Yeah, we all did, and yeah. I thought if it was like episode three with, um, is it Frank? Bill and Frank. Bill and Frank, I thought... I'd, I'd enjoy that. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, loved it. So I thought if it's the same, it just didn't hit the same. It didn't, did it? It just no. wasn't compelling. I I don't know if it's because, like you say, we were expecting this episode, but I, I don't think I needed... Or put it this way. Connor's right to compare that episode of Bill and Frank um, and this episode because it was a love story. Yeah. An LGBTQ love story. Yeah. Um, in one episode that's not actually part of the mainline story. Yeah flashbacks um but what they done in 40 minutes with episode three telling a whole life and love story was just so much more compelling and brilliant over just a we saw one date yeah like it was just a date for the whole episode and i understand they wanted to bring and by the way that storm stormy reed i think her name is mm. uh, brilliant actress really she, good, yeah, yeah really good and so was bella ramsey she was yeah she's really good better and, yeah really good but I just, I just was not compelled. After twenty minutes, I was like, "Yeah, I picked my phone up." A yeah. Few times. Um. So look, that, that that was just where I was at with it. I personally didn't need the whole backstory of how they got, how she got bit, and how Riley got bit. I personally didn't need that. Yeah. Um. The game as well. Um. I because I remembered it differently, so I I researched it today. The game had like a horde of um infected coming. That's what to I was the, hoping. And we didn't get that with one. Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> I mean, you can't say budget because we've seen loads of them go mental. And like our friend said, it's quite close. He says close to the game. Obviously, it's not close to the game. Oh, well, I've, just from people that know the game better, off a couple of breakdowns I saw, yeah. apparently it's, it's quite different. But it's like, even if it was close to the game and that did happen, it was just one, go off the game there. And yeah. Just give us a bit more more stakes. Maybe they're, if that was sort of running up around the mall, yeah. hiding and trying to escape the mall, I'd be all for that. Yeah. It was just like, it was which just, is exactly what the game that downloaded DLC done. Yeah. So yeah, it just give us that. It was a bit like it was sort of like one little scuffle for for twenty seconds with one infected. Yeah. That looked fantastic. By really the way, good, really the, good. The noise. Yeah. Out. Just outstanding. Yeah. But yeah, and then I was both like, oh, I've been bit. You've been bit. And I was just, I, I don't know. I just felt that was a bit flat and a little bit lame, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We watched about five minutes from playing Mortal Kombat. Is a bit, <laughs> bit smooth. Yeah, well. Literally, I think we watched four games of it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to a good point you just mentioned there about the budget, because I do think we're seeing budget restraints. Yeah. Episode five, I think, was the one that was brilliant. The one where he was in the bell tower and the, the swarm come out of the yeah. ground. And then episode six last week with Tommy, although I enjoyed Tommy and the relationship, I thought it was quite a good episode. It was a little bit 
I felt the effects of the budget. Yeah. So they saved money. Yeah. And then this was even more so save money. So hopefully it gets a bit bigger in the last two, which I'm sure it will. But yeah, I, I feel like we are seeing some budget restraints in the last two episodes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I was really quite disappointed because I thought the set of the mall looks so good. So good, yeah. Clean. I thought if, if they do a sort of escape from this mall, yeah. fantastic. Do something with yeah. that set. Right. Yeah. It, just, it, was just, it was a... It wasn't a bad episode. No, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was bad. just a stand, nothing to write home about. Yeah, it, it wasn't. And I'll sort of end, I'll, I'll end it on this because even though we did hit the spoiler warning, I will we'll just try and avoid as much as possible. But if you really, really care about what happens in The Last of Us Part 2 or Season 2, I'm sure many do know already, but we're going to try and dance around it a little bit. But there could be spoilers, so warning, warning, warning. Yeah. My question to you is, can Bella Ramsey, and not even just Bella Ramsey, Ellie, run season two without Joel? No. And this was my consent. I thought this before you text, and you started to say no more, but I knew what you were talking about. That's exactly what I was talking about. She, um, I don't think Ellie, not Bella Ramsey, no yeah, disrespect to her. because she's think, been fantastic. Yeah, I don't think Ellie as a character can carry this show. There has to be someone else. Um, I said to the same same chat with someone who's not a massive, uh, Sean again today, um, who's not a massive fan of the games, doesn't mm-hmm. really remember them, but adores this show. Yeah. Said um, when we were speaking about, you know, about season two and what's going to happen. Um, and he outright said he would struggle to watch without Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I think I would as well. So, look, if they if they go that way, I know the, the, the big character from The Last of Us Part Two is Abby, the, you know, this butch woman... Um, who comes in and has a relationship with with Bella, with Bella, with Ellie. Ellie. So whether they do some amazing casting there yeah. and give us someone um, that can replace Joel, etc. But for me, Pedro Pascal has been so good. I would mentally check out of this series without him. That's just a fact yeah. for me. For yeah. him, just in my personal opinion. Well, I think I agree because before this came out, I didn't play the games, so I played the games sort on the run up, knowing this show was coming out. Yeah. Pedro Pascal was the draw for me. Yeah. Because I, obviously I didn't, not a big connection to Of course, it. yeah. So if he goes, like you, I'd be like... So not only have you got people like you that before you had played the games are like, oh, right, Pedro Pascal's the draw. Yeah. You then have people that love the games and like, oh my God, Pedro Pascal is literally the perfect Joel. Yeah. So now you're taking away Pedro Pascal in its entirety. Yeah. It's going to be tricky. It will be hard. It's going to be so tricky. And look, I, I, I think they might... They're not going to do it. They've got to follow the games as much as they can, but maybe make an exception. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you leeway. Go off the games. Go off time. the games yeah. and keep Joel. Yeah. Anyway, that's us for uh, sort of for episode seven. Any, anything more you want to say? We've got two episodes left now. Yeah, I think there'll be two big endings. Like you say, the budget restraints. Maybe yeah. we're speculating, but I think that is the case. Yeah. So these last two, penultimate and ultimate, will be... Yeah, um, 100%. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be doing... Next week's a, a big episode with Creed and Mandalorian, etc. But the finale, we'll definitely be doing a break, full breakdown on that for the season, etc. of Easter eggs and everything for you. Mm. Um, and we'll be taking reviews from fans, as we always do on big things like that. Um, so stay tuned on it. But for now, not a banger, was it? But episode yeah. seven was okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, can't all be bangers. Right. <laughs> Now it's time for what's on our screens. Tell me! If he shouts at me one yeah. more time, yeah, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> uh, did you see today, by the way? Sort of quite apt. Should have maybe stayed on uh, for scraps for this. Do you see, remember that Doc Knight at the Museum or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no, the hotel. What is it? The, he'd done a series, mm. I think with Hugh Laurie, called the. 
Oh. I don't know. The Night Music Janet. Oh, I can't think. But anyway, it's got a season two today and everyone's going nuts about it. Ooh. Oh, what is the? I'll tell you after. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, what is on your screens? Uh, I like a lot of other people watched it and you. Uh, the Fury Pool fight yesterday. Oh, yeah. Why did I put that on screen? Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously the, it's built like the, one of the fights of the century. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. But it drew us in. I mean, the promotions were fantastic for it. Uh, and obviously a Fury one. But don't be proud of it. No, don't be proud. Don't. Jake, Jake Paul, well done. Hats off. Yeah, 100%. Well done. Yeah. I found it. And do you know what? It's our podcast. So we can be, you know, as honest as we want. Yeah. I watched it again The in terms of the like the post-fight stuff. And I thought it was embarrassing from Tommy Fury. Yeah. You know, I understand you're emotional and I get that. And I, I like the, you know, I'm not saying the stuff about where he dedicated to his, his daughter and, and Molly May. But I thought it was embarrassing that you're a professional boxer and you you got knocked down by a YouTuber. Yep. It was a split decision, rightly or wrongly. And you're crying and sort of, you know, so happy you won. I think that's embarrassing. Yeah, that should have been done round three or four. hundred percent. If that, should have been earlier. And he, he got, he got not, obviously he got knocked down, but he got, you know, con- he got connected with by about four or five massive shots from Jake Paul. So yeah. I don't see, I, I don't think he's got any career in top level boxing at all. No, nah, neither do I. And what annoys me is KSI has now come out and said, I'll take Tommy Fury. And Fury's considering the fight. Yeah. So this is the era where we're in the boxing. He might, but to be fair, he might as well dance around the YouTube yeah. social media circuit because, as we've just said, he can't do the professional boxing. Yeah, he's getting nowhere. So um, is that actually happened? Kazaz wants that fight now. He went on, on Twitter yesterday, yeah. And might it as out. well. Just do it, Tommy. Uh, and hope, hopefully Kazaz beats him. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was it. But I, I did enjoy the fight. I enjoyed it. Good fight. Yeah, really good fight. Yeah. Other than the coverage. Oh, BT Sport. <laughs> Hang your heads in shame. It was so depressing. Yeah, oh. uh, absolute disgrace. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was, it was actually a good fight and and people were definitely, whether whether you agree with social media or YouTube boxing, there was definitely, the numbers were there for fans because the viewing figures and stuff like that were through the roof. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they've got something well done. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> congrats. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anything else on screens? Uh, what else on my screens? I don't think I have, other than usual UK shit. Me and Hollywood watching um no Stacey Solomon show yeah clean your home yeah something watching that good fun you know Jesus good Christ <laughs> uh, anything else on no, your screens no it. that's a really contrast of uh, viewing there Con yeah uh, I won't go into it I just I did rewatch Creed two in anticipation for Creed three what a movie uh, mm. just outstanding in terms of sporting um sort of you know a sporting movie it's it's got to be up there for me I think I think it's great um yeah. cannot wait for Creed three I'm glad I rewatched it. Uh, the Wow, I watched. Yeah, uh, I'm, I think I'm one movie down, other than Tar, with Kate Blanchett. I would have watched all of the Best Picture nominees oh, movies. So yeah, I've gone. I'm going to watch that before the Oscars in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, The Wow, I wanted to like it more, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, Brendan Fraser does deserve an Oscar. It was outstanding. Um, I think I killed myself because. Not literally, I'm speaking. Um, <laughs> but Sean, my brother, again, he's bloody mentioned a lot on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. He sort of told me that I didn't realise at the start, it was the same director, I can't remember his name now, that done The Wrestler. Oh, yeah. Now, The Wrestler is an absolute amazing movie. Yeah. So I think when I compared the boat, them both, which I shouldn't, I think I sort of, there was a big gulf for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fantastic. It was all like sort of done within a week. Brilliant. And just a sad, sad story, really. Yeah, I've and got to watch it. I can't remember her name. Max from Stranger Things. Sadie K- something. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, brilliant. Sadie something. Brilliant actress. Um, and other than that, I won't say too much. I won't say nothing at all. Other than Picard, season three, mm. just makes me so happy. Good. And I'm going to leave it as that. <laughs> okay. So, so happy. Nice. Uh, that's time for Scraps now.
bunch of scraps. Two guns over to you, can't go. I got one scrap. Go. Uh, so Warner have been busy. Yes, they've bought uh, BT Sport. Oh my god, have they? Yeah. You said this. I'm oh, sorry, you did say this. Yeah. Yet. So Warner have bought BT Sport for six hundred and fifty million, which is big here because we've got Premier League on here, Champions League, um, ESPN. We get BT Sport yep. through. Um, so they're now own the rights to that, and they're merging that with Eurosport, right? With a new channel. I don't know what it's going to be called. Maybe TNT. Someone said right. yesterday. But yeah, big big moves. Jesus. For them. So now they're going How to much try. Was it? Sorry. Six hundred and fifty mil. They got the money. Oh yeah, they can. <laughs> yeah. They can spare that. <laughs> I think they're trying to maybe corner the the sporting industry in this country. Yeah. It's only Sky. They've got to contend with. Jesus. Yeah, and obviously, it's although we're not like a massive massive country in terms of like you know UK, uh, USA and stuff like that. Like the the sport in here is so big, the like the market yeah. is huge. Yeah, so you can compete hundred percent. There's room for two or three, isn't there? Yeah. So fair enough. I didn't I didn't know the details about that. That's yeah, fair big play. moves, big moves. Um, I've only got a couple. Uh, the Batman Part Two will start filming this November. Casting will be coming up pretty soon. You would assume for that. Uh, yeah. Sort of, they might maybe wait for a reveal, maybe Cinema Con or. Or Comic-Con, I don't know, but that would be really close to pre-production time. So maybe we'll hear sooner than that. Yeah. Um, and also, we done a, a, we've got a snippet up on our a Twitter at Weekly Cut, a really cool bit of who we would like to see as the villain. Yeah. Um, so go check out all the podcasts. It's up to you. I'm not going to rush you. What do you want? Uh, Rick Rhymes and Michonne Walking Dead spinoff has begun filming as well. Um, obviously, I know that the series declined Walking Dead, but I just love Rick Rhymes. My God. Uh, but that's it for Scraps and the show. Yes, sure, So, yeah. little palate cleanser this week, little chat with me and Con. We thought we'd do an episode, even yeah. though there wasn't a lot of news, we thought we'd do one anyway, uh, because we've got a busy March coming up. Next week is Mando Season 3. Put your erection away, Connor. Oh, I can't help it. Um, and then Creed 3. Uh, can't wait for that. The end of the trilogy. Mark will be Jordan. Can't wait to see how you do in the director's chair. Mm. Um, and as, as well, all the news and any trailers that drop. That's what we do here at the Weekly Cut. But yeah. for now, goodbye from Brad. And thanks for having us in your ears. <laughs>